everyone and welcome to episode three of Bath Indie. On this week's show, I have an amazing young woman who is mixing fashion with awareness for a very special charity close to her heart. I'm really excited to introduce Emma Frampton from the MNDT. Hi, Em. How are you? Hi, lovely. I'm really good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. It's a real pleasure, actually. I've not ever done anything like this. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so excited. So, for all the lovely listeners out there, quick rundown. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> okay, so... I'm, I'm Emma, everyone calls me Em, um, and I essentially am running a small boutique clothing brand um, where I send the profits to the Motor Neuron Disease Association. Um, it really started as a little side passion project. I've been fundraising for the MNDA since um, 2012 wow. now. And yeah, this is something that I've always wanted to do, but it just, it was really down to timing and what was going on in my life and all of that really. And it just, there there was some space last year, which is when I started it. And um, yeah, I've been going a year now, just over, just over a year. And um, it's just grown and grown and grown. And now I do it full time and I've bought out lots of different products and people have been absolutely amazing, especially in Bath. Yeah. Um, the support that I've received is just incredible and yeah I just love it it's my passion I feel like it's my purpose and I'm hoping that it just kind of keeps growing and growing so um because you started was it with t-shirts yeah so my original product was a white tee um just with our logo on and um yeah I suppose I mean that was kind of all I thought I would do. And I, I said to myself, I'll probably only sell about 20 t-shirts just to like friends and family. Um, and yeah, and now I've got sweatshirts and tote bags and beanies. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah, I, so it's I really actually, great. Um, I think it was the first lockdown we went to. About a week before that lockdown, I was working out at my gym and one of the trainers mm. had one of your t-shirts on. And I was like, that t-shirt? Oh. Yeah, I was like, that t-shirt looks super cool. So I actually was like, oh, where did you get that t-shirt from? And they were like, oh, it's this, um, follow this Instagram, the MNDT, blah, blah, blah. So I went home and I sort of started looking through your Instagram and I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like, I love the t-shirt. And then I think a week later when we went down into lockdown and I got paid, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to get one of those t-shirts because I really wanted one. Um, yeah, I think I'm the, so happy. Yeah, I think because... at the start it was like, oh, I really liked the t-shirt. And then as I started sort of following the Instagram page, mm. I quickly realised that actually there's so much more behind it. Yeah, and do you know what? That's It's so great that you've said that because that is that has been my aim throughout the whole process of this is like I want to create something that people see and they like and they want to buy whether they know that it's for charity or not because you know they're then people are then raising awareness whether they're kind of aware of it or not so my my following following can grow whether people have a relation to motor neuron disease or not um and I just wanted people to kind of see the brand and be like, oh, that's really cool, actually. I re- oh, I really like that hoodie or I really like that sweat. And they want to purchase it maybe instead of purchasing something from a high street yeah. store. And they're actually, you know, using their money for something 
really truly amazing as well as liking yeah. the product because so many charity t-shirts out there um, it's a clever idea like it like you said it's a clever idea to sort of mix the two um yeah. tell me a little bit actually about motor neuro disease because i i've seen a lot uh, on your instagram and i've seen a lot of your stories and um a lot of the posts that you put up but just tell us a little bit about the actual um disease itself about the disease yeah so it's a very very complicated um disease yeah. it's obviously neurological um, a lot to do with the brain and at the moment unfortunately there is no cure so once you've been diagnosed with motion neuron disease really I mean there's there's not a lot that they can do for you yeah. um, medically it's really just about making the patient comfortable there is uh, there is a little bit of treatment but actually it a lot of I know that a lot of patients have come off it pretty quickly yeah. um, and that it doesn't really actually work very well. Mm. So re really, essentially, there's no treatment and there's no cure. Wow. So that and that's why I'm so passionate about raising awareness around the disease and about obviously raising funds for research because research is drastically needed. Yeah. And just the awareness around it is needed as well because there's still so many people who don't know what motor neuron disease is. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially your body sort of breaking down and your muscles become weak because your brain sort of stops sending messages to your muscles therefore your muscles will start to weaken and wasten and it's just I mean it's horrific it really really is it's the most horrific thing that I've ever seen yeah. um, and there are so many awful things out there but it's yeah I don't you know I don't want to be too negative about yeah. it but it's but it's your body sort of shutting down unfortunately wow. um, and a lot of people's minds are still sort of fully intact and still working as normal but it can be the um it can also be that you have something called frontal frontal temporal lobe dementia which is what my dad had he had the two wow. so he wasn't actually always aware completely what was going on yeah um, and i don't know whether that was a blessing or not you know yeah um with something like that is so horrific to live through as it is um yeah so it's just it's just one of those things which I feel that there needs to be a lot more attention on and yeah. I feel like we are getting there in terms of there's been a few, there's been a few rugby players who have been diagnosed and um, they've been using their platform to really shout about it which is incredible yeah, because so that's amazing we need it out there. We need to be able to be like you know we need to have more research funded for it and we need to be able to have more awareness and we need you know I used to say to people oh my my dad they, people used to say to me, oh, what's wrong with your dad? And I would say, oh, it's motor neuron disease. And they'd say, oh, what's that? Yeah. And I used to constantly have to explain what it is. But I think that these days, you know, people are starting to learn a bit more about it. Sure. And I think that's really helpful for especially friends and family who are going through it at the time. Just that, yeah. just that people understand, really. Yeah. I mean, I, ne I, I take my hat off to you, I suppose, for um using uh, a kind of quite a sensitive subject and quite like you said you don't mm -hmm. want to be negative and you do, I mean you're so positive on on the Instagram page and you're so I've watched stories where you know you've been really vulnerable to your followers and and 
you know you've got upset mm-hmm. or, or you've um, shared yeah. and disclosed things about your father and about your how you're running this sort of non-profit business and I just think it's amazing and like you said it is sort of just speaking about it and so do you think it's yeah, yeah even though it is a fashion brand and you're you're using like you said the clothing to really you know raise money and raise awareness but having that sort of platform did you ever think that you'd like sort of create that safe space for people to sort of have those conversations no I honestly I never ever thought it would be how it is at the moment and I can't tell you it makes me emotional actually just thinking about it but I can't tell you how many people message message me in the dms on instagram or on facebook and just say i am going through this right now you know my mum has mnd and she's suffering or my auntie or my dad or my sister or who my partner whoever is in their life suffering with it they they want to reach out and i'm so there is nothing that would you know um just make me happy is the wrong word isn't it yeah but yeah i know what you mean like i'm being more useful than just to be able to talk to people about it and what they're going through because it can be an incredibly lonely time yeah. um because especially when i was going through it actually i used to just scroll through google and be like what well, what's gonna happen next to dad yeah. and is there you know who can i talk to um, and it just, it didn't feel like there was anyone else out there who had ever been through what we were going through as a family. Yeah. And so to be able to kind of create a platform where people feel like they can just vent, even if it's just in an Instagram message, yeah. then I, it's it, that's magic to me. And I, I've also spent, so this year we've also, I've teamed up with some other lovely girls that I've met through social media yeah. who have all lost them onto MND and it's four other beautiful women and we've created something called the MND Collective which is on Facebook so if anyone is listening and they are currently caring for somebody with MND or they have cared for somebody in the past it's a um it's just a really safe space over on Facebook it's a group and it's only for people who you know have been through it or are going through it and it's just a place where we can talk share tips and talk about grief and anything that you want to talk about it's just a safe space so so that's there as well if people want it oh my god it's just so amazing i find it just so inspiring i mean the business is one thing do you know what i mean but like Mm. i just find it so inspiring that like you have this sort of um positive just lovely aura about you that's really comforting (laughs) some days i'm really not very positive at all (laughs) (laughs) I know I suppose when you're sort of talking and yeah I just I just I find it incredible but I suppose is that what motivates you then I suppose to run this business yeah absolutely I think um connecting with people on social connecting with people through this campaign has made me feel sort of more involved with fighting back against the disease than ever before because I've lots of in previous fundraising, I, I kind of did lots of events and things, but I never really feel like I connected to anyone. Yeah. Um, but I really have with this campaign. And um, yeah, I think the people who follow the campaign keep me motivated. I think my connection to the disease keeps me motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I really want to try and keep the momentum up at the moment. It's hard some days because, you know, I've I've run a business before, very different, making juice. But um, oh wow, 
Yeah, it was it was completely different, but I found motivation with that incredibly difficult. Yeah. I think with this, it's so personal. Yeah. That um I just, you know, that I do comes through. My own. Yeah, it just it it's just there for yeah. me. And you know when you feel like something is kind of your purpose? Yeah. That that's how I feel about this. I feel like, you know, and if I don't do my fundraising and I didn't and I wasn't doing this I'd probably just feel quite frustrated that I yeah. wasn't fighting back against the disease and I wasn't doing anything to help I'd probably yeah. be a bit frustrated at myself so I just I kind of just know that this is what I should be doing so that I just try and remember that really when I kind of get up in the morning and I think oh god I can't pack another t-shirt and I can't yeah <laughs> I can't sell these anymore whatever I'm feeling on the day I just think yeah. this is what you should be doing so what is a typical day day in the life of M? Oh, day in the life of M. God. <laughs> I feel like anyone that I know who's listening to this will be like, oh, she's all over the place. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think for me, it's because I'm obviously working from home. Before this lockdown, I was thinking about getting a little space somewhere to do all this packing. Yeah. Because it is, it's a little bit crazy what I'm doing at the moment. So I, I, kind of turned my living room into a packing station I've seen pictures on the Instagram I absolutely <laughs> love it like I am just like go M yeah I've got two six foot camping tables set up <laughs> ridiculous uh, but I just yeah so I get all of my stock so I I mean it it really depends where I'm at in the kind of stages of what's going on so sometimes if I'm waiting on new stock then I'm you know updating the website doing the social media um doing like the accounts and the admin side of things as well and then I do the stock management and then if if I've got all the stock and I'm putting everything live then I'm obviously packing orders which is the main big job for me because I pack everything um myself so if I've got a lot of stock coming in and a lot going out the door again then it's kind of just me packing orders and taking the dog for a walk and that's really my days and I love it because when I received my t-shirt I received a really sweet handwritten note to say thank (laughs) you and it was such a personal little touch and I'm sure you spend your day just like writing at like with a sore wrist just writing out these but it's just such a lovely personal little touch I'm so glad you think that because so I've actually got them so now I've got the little notes and I've got my handwriting printed on the notes but then I still write dear whoever's name it is with love from M just because it honestly means the world to me that somebody is purchasing something yeah and I know that it's going to a really good their money is going to a really good place so I always want to say thank you that's so cute yeah it is really personal and it's really lovely because from like quite um quite a bizarre place you kind of you sit there and you're like oh yeah that that money that I have spent has actually gone somewhere that's yeah like you said is fighting against something so it's just feeling that little bit of accomplishment of like oh that's nice that's really nice you know I hope so I really I hope that's how people feel because I am I am so grateful it's really actually it's actually quite difficult to kind of get the gratitude across to people yeah yeah Um, of course because I didn't think that it would be like this at all. So, um, yeah, I'm really grateful for and it. if you don't mind me asking, you can mm. tell me um, it's way too personal, but where mm. does the money go? So the money goes to a few different um, areas within the Motor Neuron Disease Association. So the MNDA is the only registered charity in England and Wales at the moment for mm. motor neuron disease. I mean, 
bearing in mind there are so many charities out there and this disease is you know completely debilitating there is one charity in England and Wales. yeah see now that says it itself doesn't it it really does yeah it really really needs that yeah Yeah, which is why at the moment my profits are going to them um and they use the money in a in a few different areas so they um use the money to support people within the community who are currently living with motor neuron disease and their Mm -hmm. families um and it might be used for perhaps um people who need equipment um, MND is a very expensive thing to live with because you need a lot of equipment. Um, obviously, people you lose their speech, um, they lose the use of their limbs, um, they need 24-7 care. Um, yeah. And so it can become very expensive for families. Um, so it's things like wheelchairs, things like ramps. I mean, we have we had ramps put in all over our house because we had stairs everywhere. Um, yeah. We had a wheelchair, we had a hoist, we had a hospital bed in the living room. So it's things like that, which people need money for. Um, so the yeah. FDA will help people acquire things like that. Um, and then awareness. So they'll put money into raising awareness, doing fundraising events, things like that. And then the really, really important thing, which I am so passionate about is obviously the research. So they'll put money into research as well, um, which is just so needed. Yeah. Um, So yeah, there's a couple of different areas where the money goes to, um, but it's all, in my opinion, very well used. and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm moving a little bit over to a couple of different MND charities next year, but I'm just looking at the different ways I can do that. Yeah, perfect. Would you ever think to set up? Because obviously, I mean, you are running such an, an amazing indie as it is, but would you ever, could you set up your own charity? Is that something that is, or is that essentially what you're doing? Well, it's definitely been at the forefront of my mind as to whether I can do that or not. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know if you can hear Nora. She's snoring. Oh, cute. <laughs> Nora the pup. Nora the pup. Yeah, she's sleeping on my lap, bless her. Um, oh. And she just did a little snore. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Cute. I couldn't hear it. Well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it on here. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that I would think about. Um, yeah. I, I am I am always thinking about whether that's the right thing for me to do or not. I just, I know that with the MNDA, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, and sure. they kind of have everything set up and they're, they're using all the right research centres and everything like that. So I almost feel like maybe that's, the job for them and I just yeah of course my profits and um I mean to be fair what you're doing now the the amount that you're putting out into the universe and in, in regards to awareness and is just incredible um so yeah that in itself is just such a huge task yeah it is a bit it's slightly overwhelming but I'm just rolling with it. I just, I just try to. I mean, my life is just me winging things, really, and seeing, hoping for the best. Is it? That's everyone's. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> that's all of us on this big, weird planet are doing exactly the same. Yeah, you're just, sure. you're killing it. <laughs> Thanks, lovely. 
um so where so where can all my guys are listening mm. what do you actually sell now because you mentioned earlier it started with teenies yeah but you've added quite a few products which i'm gunning for one of the beanies oh. when they're back in stock <gasps> i i have just collected them which oh. very exciting so i've got very exciting. i've got lots and lots of beanies which are going to go on sale tomorrow morning amazing so how many did you start because you kind of you bring a product out mm. um, and they seem to just sell out so quickly it's unbelievable I mean I don't know how it's happened I, I truly don't but I think if you've got <laughs> I, I've never really done sales like this I mean I, I don't even like calling it sales but I've never done an ad yeah. I've never done anything I just sell on Instagram and um, yeah I think I've just managed to create this lovely following of people who just they either love the products or they have a relation to the disease and they want yeah. help and they just want a whole collection of things really. So it's just, people have just been so loyal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've been really lucky. So, yeah, beanies will be back in tomorrow. Hooray. I suppose, again, that's something that's really interesting is you're almost selling something, again, that people want. But it's not like you're stood, um, I suppose. I, well, I mean, I've done it about five years ago where I did like a run and I asked people to sponsor me. Mm. And, and you don't want to tend to do that so much because you're, you feel like you're always, always asking. But having this concept of selling these beautiful pieces of clothing or, or tote bags and things, it feels like you can just be comfortable to put something out that's wonderful that people, like you said earlier, would want anyway. So it's it's such a great concept. That's exactly right. Yeah, and I I, I did quite a few years of um, doing events because I kind of thought that was just how I did fundraising. So I did yeah. a ball and I did a little festival and all these things, and I was constantly asking people for donation prizes and you know raffle prizes auction prizes please buy this ticket to this and oh please could you donate to this or i'm going to do this run please could you donate and in the nicest way possible people were incredible but they weren't really getting anything for their money apart from obviously being yeah. wonderful and helping um yeah. but with this people are getting something that they actually want and they may decide oh, okay i'm not going to go to a source or Top shop or whatever i mean don't get me wrong i still do that sometimes but yeah if, if you know i'm very realistic about it but they're actually thinking oh well i'm gonna buy one of those because i actually want one and then yeah. he's going to something incredible so yeah i'm i'm so happy that that's kind of how it's turned out and it just makes me it's my favorite thing that i've ever done in terms of fundraising for sure yeah i mean it seems like just sitting back and sort of looking um through the insta and seeing the updates it just, yeah, I'm just in love with the concert, in love with the brands and just in love with the initiative behind it. And I just oh. think, yeah, I just think you're absolutely killing oh. <laughs> Um, But saying that, would you have sort of any advice for anyone that was sort of sat thinking about doing the same or even if it's not for the same sort of charity, mm -hmm. but for anything or anyone, what would you sort of say to them? Oh, goodness. I... Oh, I would just want to tell people just to go for it. If somebody yeah. feels like they have a passion for something or they feel like their purpose is within a certain industry or a certain, um, or it's something to do with charity, even if it's nothing to do with charity, it's just something that you have a real passion for and you feel like, oh, okay, do you know what? 
that feels right for me yeah and it's the right timing for you in your life then I would just say just try it even if it goes wrong and you and it doesn't work out how you think it will just try it because you're going to get the experience of trying it anyway yeah um so yeah I think I think it's all about timing and it has to be the right time for you to do it like rushing into it wouldn't be something that I would suggest at all um I thought about doing this for a really long time before I actually decided it was the right time to do it um but yeah if you've got that passion there and you kind of like it gives you that fire in your belly just go for it and I think I think it's really important that like like you said, that passion's there. Yeah. And that's what's so beautiful about independent businesses. Absolutely. Is everything behind it is motivated by something of love. And yeah. it sounds really corny, but honestly, there's like, there's times where everybody in their life has thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll go here today or go there tomorrow mm-hmm. and, you know, do this and that with your friends mm-hmm. and your loved ones. and. I think now I'm saying um, to another friend, actually, that I suppose with everything locked down with COVID, the independent sort of businesses are just flourishing because they're the ones that people are looking at going, you know what, I'm going to put my money into your pocket because this is love. Like this is labor <laughs> love. of love, as yeah, they call it. For it? sure. For sure. It's like, it's something that sets your soul on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Bath is just, in, and it's just such an incredible place for it. Yeah, I think we are very lucky. <laughs> there is a lot of really, really cool businesses that are popping up and some of them are now taking different avenues, which is really cool. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think everyone's like holding in there. I think it's really cool. But... And people have adapted so well to this year, haven't they? Yeah, and that's the thing actually. Do you see on like your following or people sort of talking, have you seen a real shift in people's mindsets throughout this year whether that's positive or negative um yeah I'd actually say that things are very positive in general for the situation that we've kind of been placed in this year um I think people's attitudes have been absolutely amazing and the positivity that has kind of shone through is just wonderful and people as I say just have adapted to change so well I think as human beings we're not really that great at change sometimes we're very stuck but this year has kind of just thrown everything up in the air and and some absolutely incredible things have come out of it yeah I agree I totally agree I've seen it um with lots of my friends and families that they're just I think everyone has had the time to sit there and actually start looking into businesses and looking into their local communities Mm -hmm. and really helping out and it's so nice to see I suppose yeah it's a positive thing to come out of a very bizarre situation (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um but talking about indies in bar Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you to pass it forward who's your favorite indie in bar do I have to just say one (laughs) <laughs> I love this. This was the same with Polly. She was like, there's so many. And I'm like, I know. I've got... Maybe like a top okay, couple. Okay, okay, a top couple. I've got so many. I, I kind of put them into categories in my head as well because it's like we are surrounded by such amazing indies and you've got all the yeah. like foodie ones, coffee shops, Taylor's Bagels, I mean, have absolutely smashed it this year. I don't, I don't think I could actually speak more highly of them. 
Do you know what? They're the one place I just haven't been there, and I have seen it everywhere. Oh. And I'm actually going out, hopefully, to get one over the weekend. It will be honestly your new favorite thing. It. Oh, I've seen it everywhere and it just looks yeah, delicious. just great. Like, they're just great and their coffee's great and everything. I love Dexter's. I love Cascara Society. Um, and then there's like a whole fitness scene and wellness scene. My friend Chloe, who does the most amazing yoga, has completely adapted the way that she works this year. And it's just so magical to see. Um, yeah. Like the gyms, Tonic, Fly. Um, Polly, I just think what's, what Polly has done with a whole lot of knots is the way that like the growth that she's had in such a small amount of time and what she's managed to create yeah. is just like something incredible and it's so beautiful what she does and I think she's yeah. like made for it um I yeah it. I mean there's so many original face masks have completely smashed it this year yeah. um I'm um actually I'm because like you said I do the same as you I put them in categories yeah. in my head it's like creative food I... gym <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, if I plan my day out, I'm like, <laughs> I can get a coffee here, which actually I'm super in love with Dexter's. Oh, I'm going to go down it because it's my local. Oh, is it? Store. I actually went this Yeah, so I live like at the top of Bath. Oh. So I love Dexter's. And when they actually opened, I remember um, going in there on one of the first days and just being like, hi, like, you know, and really got chatting to the team there. And they are so lovely that, yeah, I'm going to go twist their arm and, and make sure they're a part of this oh, podcast because yes. I love Oh, my God, Dexter. speak to Claire. She would be the best guest. Yeah. yeah we had yeah. cinnamon buns this morning and they are quite possibly the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, they're my favourite yeah. thing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you mean, though. You could just work your way round Bath going through all the different indies. Yeah. It's just the best. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, well, thank you so, so much um, for being a part of the podcast. And um, I'm really, really happy that you could sort of sit and chat with me. And I'm going to make sure that all of your stuff is all over my Instagram. <laughs> so for all my listeners, um, I will put everywhere that you can purchase um, the MNDTs, the new beanies, the hoodies, everything you're doing is super inspiring and i absolutely love it so guys that was episode three thank you so much for tuning in like i said everything's going to be all over my instagram please rate review and follow us on spotify i'll see you in episode four thanks again to m from the mndt bye